What up, what up, what's going on today? It's your boy Daydren. I am back, and this is the Unfiltered Sportsman Podcast. <clears throat> what's up? Man, it's been a two-week delay, but your boy is back. Steven may be back next week. Um, I don't know if he wants me to put his biddings out there in the street, but he did have COVID. Um, he's recovering now, so but he's right now he's COVID free. But he was dealing with it, so that's why he hadn't been here. Um, if you didn't want me to put it out there, Steve, I do apologize. But um, charge it to my mind, not my heart. So, so much to talk about. Um, first off, congratulations to all the children. Well, I'm sorry, congratulations to all the parents. Because their children are going back to school. And if you work from home, or even if you have to go to your job, or if you're like me, you work overnight and get the day to yourself. Congratulations on that. Yes, I love it. Uh, so, so much to talk about. Um, we got L- L- Lieutenant Dan Patrick saying the, the reason there's a spike in Texas. I'm just speaking for Texas, saying that um, it's because African-Americans are not getting the vaccine. Mm, there are quite a few people that's not African-American that's not getting the vaccine, but you don't want to point out this only one in particular. That's cool. That's cool. You know, that's what you're going to do. Um... Also, a little NBA, a little NFL. The season is here. I'm excited. Well, even though it's preseason, but I'm still excited because, you know, football is here. College football starts this Saturday. Um, what else is going on? The Dodgers and the Padres are playing. <clears throat> Excuse me. I don't have COVID. Just trying to clear my throat. It's been a while. Trying to get back to speaking for like an hour or so. Um, play Playing starting tonight. And so much other stuff I'm going to talk about to get into it also. Um, this cancel culture and also these crates challenges, I think it's the funniest thing. Guess, guess who's not doing it? This guy. So let's just dive right back into it. Um, first off, again, happy Mamba Day, 824. In case you don't know what that means, that's the two numbers that Kobe Bryant wore. But people should kind of figure that out. You know, yesterday was his birthday. He would have been, I believe, 78. He would have been 43. Still not over it, but you know, you know, with each passing day, you know, it gets easier to deal with. It's the same thing when I lost my mother. Each passing day, it gets a lot easier to bear. Because um, a lot of people lost lives during this COVID. Even though Kobe Bryant's situation wasn't a COVID related, but people are still dying because of COVID. 
and people don't want to get vaccinated. But that's for a whole nother conversation. I'm going to get to that down the line. All right. Let's dive into it. So I'm back. Uh, Steve will be back. Why the two-week layoff? Mm, just had time to kind of work on some things uh, that I'm trying to get started. Um, won't say just yet because, you know, I want to move in silent silence. So whatever, you know, whatever God is going to do, he going to do. School has started. So excited. Yes. My teenager and my four-year-old, Robin, have started school. Pre-K, she's so cute. Well, both of my daughters are cute, but Robin, because it's her first day, she is so excited. And with Julina, she, she was like, I couldn't sleep the night before. Like, but, you know, that's what we do. Like, you know, the, the night before school start, we can't sleep. Or the, the night before a new job, it was like, you don't know what to expect, but you're excited because it's uh, whatever it is, different with more money, a better business, I mean, a better company, whatever the case may be. It's like, man, there's excitement. So I'm happy they're in school. I'm even more happy because I have the house to myself. Uh, my wife told me, make sure you fold some clothes. Why ain't nobody there? All right, I got you. I'm going to fold some clothes. So um, I'm happy and, you know, they're happy that they're in school. They get to be around other people that are their age instead of hanging around their parents. Um, so let's just dive right into it. A judge is sentenced. Um, I'm sorry, a judge in Michigan is sentenced to 10 years in prison for, for racially motivated attack. A white man got sentenced 10 years in prison on black couples because of the political side. Don't care what your political views are. Well, I'm not going to say I do or don't care, but whatever side you choose to decide, that's great. Choose it. Love it. You know, that, that that's not going to change my opinion of who you are as a person. If you are kind-hearted person if you're a respectful person that's the main thing if you're a respectful person don't care what your beliefs are don't care what your political views are don't care what your sexual preference are just as long as you're respectable to me i'll be respectable to you once the disrespect starts then we have a whole nother conversation also the pfizer covid vaccine has been approved by the fda will people get vaccinated now hmm who knows? A lot of people say they're still not getting vaccinated because the FDA approved. To each his own. Again, what I have a problem with, and I told my wife this this morning, that I was leaving out of Walmart because apparently, and not to scare anybody, but you know, you always have to be prepared for when things happen. So I went I went there to Walmart to, you know, get water. Now we have plenty of water for just in case we, we lose water, right? We're, we're prepared for that. We have batteries. Only thing we don't have enough of, which we're planning on getting, is um portable chargers because you know these children gonna gonna drive us crazy. Um, so we got that. Um, so as I was leaving, white guy, um, the the people at Walmart, which by the way, Walmart and Kroger are the one of the two grocery stores that still require you to wear a mask, even though look. Governor Hot Wheels has said you don't have to wear a mask anymore, regardless if you're vaccinated or not. Still read the signs. You're still required to wear a mask when you walk into Walmart. So this white guy decides to walk in and, you know, the lady offers him a mask. He was like, nah, I don't need it. So me being me, and I did not use sound wisdom. Well, maybe I did. Who knows? I'll let y'all be the judge of if I use sound wisdom. So I said very loud. I said... 
and I wanted to make sure he heard me. So I said, what did I say? So I said that it's crazy how um, you got a, a lieutenant governor out here telling people, saying that there's a spike in COVID because African-Americans don't want to get vaccinated, but you got this white guy who just walked in here who don't want to wear a mask when it's required to wear one here. And I said, white people are stupid. Now, that does not mean all white people are stupid, right? Because I know some very good white people who are genuine and things like that, who are loving, who are cool. But, you know, for the for the ones who choose to, I'm going to do what I want mentality instead of respecting the place of business where you walk in, well, shame on you. It, it is what it is. So y'all let me know if that was sound wisdom or sound judgment, whatever you want to call let me know. Email us, unfilteredsportsman0683 at gmail.com. Email us. I don't care. So, speaking of Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick is blaming, like I said before, the COVID surge because the African Americans are not getting vaccinated. Now, don't know how true this is because he's just making an assumption. Because you do have your, you know, you have your African-Americans or black people who are not getting vaccinated, but then there you have the ones that are getting vaccinated. So because the ones that are getting vaccinated, you can't just blame it on one particular color of people because I know plenty of whites, I know plenty of Hispanics who say they're not getting the vaccine. They don't trust it. I'm like, well, you trust the constitution. So, you know, where do we go from here? I don't know. I think it's very unfortunate that, you know, we always want to point the blame at people, but we don't want to give them credit for what for whatever the case may be. Like, I think it's very asinine, but that's just my take. James Harden sends a message to the Lakers in particular and the rest of the NBA. He's basically said that um, when healthy, that nobody can beat us. I beg to differ. Last year, in my honest opinion, if everybody was healthy, the Lakers would have been in the finals again. Period. Can't tell me different. Now, adding Westbrook, who's probably going to get 35, 36 minutes a game, might even get 40 minutes. No, I don't think he'll get 40. Um, He, you know, he may be the only one because of his motor, and he takes care of his body, obviously. So... You just got to wait and see. James Harden, last I checked, you don't have a ring, bro. So before you just open your mouth and say that, you know, when healthy, can't nobody beat us and we'll be we'll be in the finals to win it all or whatever, sounds good. But, see, there's a thing, this thing called health. You know, usually the healthiest team wins it. And that's what happened with the Bucks. So... Video shows a white California deputy beating a black woman unconscious after she exited a highway to switch drivers. So this is still going on. And until it stops, we're going to still keep talking about it until somebody be like, you know what? This is not right. We should do something about it. You know, it, it keeps happening all the time. These white police officers who probably got bullied as children who going to say in a sense they'd be like well i'm gonna be a cop so i can bully other people well you're doing yourself a disservice and it goes back to me saying hope you're not a christian because you're not living your christian values either yeah i said it all right simone Biles says 
that it's okay to not be okay after her post-Olympic tour. I firmly agree with her with that. Um, everybody deals with things differently. So you can't say, oh, someone should get over it or toughen up a half thicker skin. Well, you're not in that person's position to say what they should or shouldn't be doing. That's just me. So that's my whole take on that. You can't say, oh, I shouldn't be doing this or shouldn't be doing that. Mm. If, if someone is dealing with something because of all that's going on, you can't tell them, oh, they should just get over it and do better. Or they get paid millions of dollars, they should get over it. I think it's very unfortunate that people think the way that they think. But again, you had a, a president who's a draft dodger and saying that that men and women who serve our country or who have served our country are weak-minded because they, they don't know how to handle PTSD when you got a clearly a draft dodger. But that's not being discussed, right? Because we don't talk about draft dodgers unless it's Muhammad Ali. Right. I know it got real quiet. I didn't get a chance to read this this next story. Uh, Felix Hall, a soldier that was lynched at Fort Benning, is now being remembered after 80 years. Like, it's crazy. Like, we, we you want us to fight with you to bully another country, but then when we come back to America, you want to continue to bully us and think that we should submit to your authority. No, because we got to remember that blacks were created first. People that look like me, shades lighter, shades darker than me, were created first. If I'm lying, read it in the Bible. When when the world was created, it was around the Euphrates River and Ethiopia and stuff like that. If you read your Bible. But, you know, people don't read their Bible or they they claim that they're reading the scripture of the day as them reading their Bible. But that's for another conversation. Feds are targeting the Black Lives Matter movement in an attempt to disrupt the movement. But you're not. Doing it for the KKK. Let's pause for a minute as we listen to the stupidity of the feds. So you want to stop a movement because they tired of people who look like me getting killed by the same people who look just like them. Makes absolutely no sense. I can't figure it out. Like Kirk Franklin says in Stump, I can't explain it. I can't obtain it. I'm stopping right there because there's there's no love of Jesus inside of these feds if they think that you're gonna stop a movement who's trying to who's had enough of getting mistreated, beaten, killed for fighting for equality that we're still fighting for today. But you know, these same white people who who look just like them wear these white suits. And his his, his was funny that it just like not that it just dawned on me, but I'm going to mention it. How is it that white people are capable of wearing a white mask to protect their identity from who they try to attack uh, when trying to attack black people, but you don't want to wear a mask to cover your face to, to prevent COVID from spread, spread. That's going to go over somebody's head. But, you know, it is what it is. You know, Bobby Brown's daughter, LaPrincia, I guess that's how you say her name, is now a married woman. She's great. I mean, they need some good news, some good positivity that's going on. Well, he needs it after losing his ex-wife and uh, daughter. 
I'm ha I'm happy for her and her husband. I I honestly pray that you know God is first in their relationship and everything. You know that's all we can hope for. That doesn't mean that it is or whatnot. But you know. So a judge says you must be the devil for what you've done. A white man murders his wife. Um, yeah, a white man murders his wife and dismembers her and gets almost 50 years in prison. I don't know what goes on in the white home, so I can't say what happened as to why he killed her and dismembered her. Like, I don't don't know. This I cannot even explain. I can't even, can't even, well, I can't explain anything in anyone else's household or why they do what they do, but that's their household. They run it how they want to run it. But in this house, now nah, we ain't doing nothing like that. I don't think my wife would kill me. Definitely not going to kill my wife. She's the best thing that ever happened outside of God and Jesus, of course. But yeah, she is the best thing that ever happened to me. <sighs> Man, dismembered. I'm reading it and I'm like, dismembered. It's crazy. Shikari Richardson or Shikari, 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 potato, potato, finishes last in 100 meters and says she's not done. Now, a lot of people who look like me have kind of bashed her, so to speak, for, I guess, her comments or her being arrogant and things like that. I'm going to say this. If you're not rooting for yourself, who will? So we were the same one. Well, not me, but we were the same ones who were congratulating her, who were motivating her for that's okay. You're going to come back stronger than ever. You're going to do this. You're going to do that. Blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden she finishes last and we like, <laughs> look at you, girl. We thought you was going to do this, do that. But that's the culture that we live in. That is the culture that we live in. And I'm saying in, in the black culture, you know, we give praise to people. We want to root for them. But as soon as they fall, we want to make fun of them. I can even attest to that. When I played high school basketball, which it wasn't very long, I got made fun of because I didn't get playing time. But in my, in my mind, I was better than most of the players on the team. I was always the smartest one on the court when I stepped on the court. Like, yeah, that's what it was. Of course, they, they they may say, man, you weren't that good. I say, yeah, okay. I, 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 I was as, as good as I could be with, with, with limited playing time. So just imagine if I got more playing time. Could have e easily average a double-double. And I didn't even want to score. I, just, I wanted to put, put my team in the best position to win. And the one game where I got more minutes because players were um, ineligible to play, I had a double-double, easily. Like, I think it was like 13 and 10. 13 points, 10 rebounds, easily. Like, but because, and now, I can honestly say this, like, if I was going to a different high school, maybe may probably got more playing time. Who knows? But, it, you know, it does something to, to children, teenagers or whatever, when, you, when you're playing and you, you know you're better than... Or you, or you know you better than the credit you've been given. Because when I played during the summer, with, uh, you know, during the summer, I was averaging a double-double in points, like easily getting 15 a game. Because I was playing loose. I didn't have to worry about if I'm going to get pulled out the game, things like that. So 
But of course, you, you do something silly, people want to make fun of you. Even when I played semi-pro football. That was a different environment, but um, it was, I mean, it wasn't bad, but, you know, people will make fun of you because, you know, like, I, I know I went out to play tight end and they put me on the line. I'm like, should have put me at tight end. But can't argue with it. I got to try to do do what that what they asked me to do and block. Now, they may say I didn't block the best or the greatest or whatever, but everybody's entitled to their opinion because when I made, when I did block well, there was no congratulations, good job or whatever in that matter. But the same guys that was making fun of me was the same ones that was dropping passes. Like, you want me to do my job, but you can't do your job and catch the ball. But that's for another conversation. So, but that's what we do in the black culture. We make fun of you when you're down and when you're doing good or whatever. You know, we want to praise you. But, like, no, keep that same energy that you had when you laughed at me and kept me down. I want you to laugh. I'm going to laugh at you while I'm up and be like, now, because I remember. Pennsylvania police chief gets suspended for harassing a pregnant black woman. And he was, he said that he was trying to rush her, hurry her up out of the drive-thru line. I'm like, can't rush anybody. <laughs> Speaking of can't rush anybody, I got to say this. So I, I occasionally give plasma, you know, you know, just cause not, not that, you know, we need the money or anything like that, but you know, it's, it's good to help people, you know, cause plasma, you know, helps with, you know, finding cures for, for things like that. I don't know the, in, de in detail what goes into it, but um, just, you know, I don't mind doing it. So I was sitting there in the chair. I think I was almost done. And I had just finished watching um, SummerSlam uh, from Saturday. And I had just finished. And so I was getting ready to watch something else. And all of a sudden, I hear this boom, boom, boom. Like, what is going on? Like, and I look up, there are guys fighting, fighting inside the plasma place, like fighting. And I'm like, like they were throwing hands at each other. It was crazy. But the, the reason why in my mind, I believe the, the, I'm not going to say that I'm not making an excuse for it, but the fight happened because, you know, people who had been in line waiting you know, to give plasma, they'd been there. Like I, I got there at 11 o'clock and I didn't get done until almost two o'clock. So that tells you, but because you have these new donors that come in who haven't donated plasma before, get bunch, um, put to the front of the line, which is fine for me because I know they want to get them in because they, they've been there for a couple of hours already themselves because they have to do this test, this exam to understand why you're giving plasma and things like that. And then you got to get checked by the nurse. And so, like, there's so much other stuff that goes into it. So that, so that's why they get brushed up to the front of the line. I'm okay with that. Um, but people got to have some level of patience. Like, you're going in there to give plasma, right? Great. Give plasma. Do what you got to do. Um, but from what I heard, they were saying they was talking mess. They was going back and forth with each other. And then fight broke out. But I'm pretty sure it has something to do with... Someone being a new donor and the other guy who had been there in line waiting to give plasma. So fight breaks out 
everything is going on and I'm looking back at to see how much time I had left, even though it's not a timer, but it like, it tells you if you're on your last return or saline return, that's why I was toward the end. So I'm looking back and I'm like, this thing need to hurry up. I'm real vulnerable and no lie. The white people that were in line waiting to get plasma, they moved completely out the way. And it was a bunch of women around there. So you hit a, Ooh, 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 black women, of course, because as blacks, we like, we like to see people fight. I don't know why. But it's for another conversation. So, hit a ooh, ooh, ah, ah, mm, going on. But they telling all the women to come back so they don't get hit. And in my mind, I got this needle in my arm. I'm thinking like if they, if it falls over back to where people are on the beds giving plasma, it's not going to be good. Like, I can literally see the needle coming out of my arm and blood just splat. Like, that, that, that's what I was thinking. So, I'm thinking like as soon as I finished. I say, I call two or three of the ladies. Hey, hey, come come get this out of me. I'm vulnerable right now, and I don't want another fight to break out, and I'm still in here. I'm not going to say which passing place I was at because I'm not going to tell y'all where it's at, and then y'all be like, mm, I ain't never going to that one. See, that's why I don't give plasma. No, it's one incident that, that happened, whatever. <laughs> so I was like, hey, take this out and take this needle out of me. I got to go. Like, like, you for real? I said, yes. I got to go. Y'all not about to, mm-mm, nope, not doing that. Mm-mm, this is out of me. I got to go. I'm vulnerable right now. You know, can't do it. So that's what happened. Um, <laughs> That's what happened yesterday. I thought it was so funny. Then as I was leaving, someone, I guess one, I guess the guy that lost the fight, because when you fight, there's a winner and there's a loser. He... Broke the front door window, that glass, that glass window. Cause I was like, where, where did all this glass come from? Oh, he broke the window. He was big mad. I'm like, that was like, we just got the door fixed a week ago. I said, boy, what is going on up here that, <laughs> that keeps me cracking up? I don't know. So yeah, that was my funny story of the day yesterday. Moving on. Laura Coates was chosen by Alex Trebek to be the next host of Jeopardy to replace him when he decided to retire or eventually he died. Rest in peace to Alex Trebek. Uh, he picked Laura Coates. Now, people who don't know who Laura Coates is, she's a um, lawyer, um, but she's like an advisor on CNN or whatever. Um, she's eight days younger than my wife. And so... You know, I was, you know, I, I, you know, when I saw, I saw the uh, report on it, I looked it up to see who she was, what she did. Like, she has two law degrees, you know, and she's a black woman. And so, you know, it'd be good to see a pretty face. Now, by me saying pretty face does not mean I'm like looking at another woman. That's not the case because you can acknowledge someone is pretty or acknowledge that a man is handsome and move on by it. You know, that doesn't make you gay or anything like that or homosexual lesbian or whatever what like whatever it is it doesn't make you it doesn't put you in that category it's just you acknowledge something like oh that's a nice dress move on or oh those are some nice jeans move on that that's it so i hope they do pick her um i've always thought it should be lavar burton from uh reading rainbow and that but that's my opinion all right, the Miami police, or Miami Beach police, I should say, has ordered to stop enforcing law when being recorded. 
Meaning stop arresting people because they're recording you. Um, because who's to say that your body cam is not on? What evidence do you have? It'll be your word against that person that you're trying to arrest. Because cops are crooked. And I don't want to hear, oh, cops ain't bad. Okay, sounds good. Until y'all don't want to get rid of the bad ones because of y'all trying to protect each other. That's cool. Keep that same energy. However, if I see an incident happen, I'm recording. And if you do anything out of line, hey, you're on video. And I will send it. I will put it on social media. I will put it everywhere. I will send it to ABC. Um, I'm sorry, Channel 13, Channel 11, Channel 2, Channel 39, Channel 26, wherever. I will send it. It is what it is. White woman. I don't know. I'm sorry. Before I get to that. A white woman uh, drives into two children because of their race and only gets 25 years. Premeditated. Well, was not, uh, I'm not going to say it was murder because she didn't murder him. But she ran him over because of their skin color. This has got to stop. Like every week I'm probably going to keep or me and Steven and I are probably going to keep talking about it. To see, you know, we're probably going to keep talking about it because it keeps happening. It keeps happening all the time. And it has to stop. Will it stop? Who knows? Probably not. Because nothing's being done about it. And you're giving them a, just a slap on the wrist. 25 years to me for you purposely running over children is a slap on the wrist. That's child endangerment. Even though they're not the parents of that child. Those children. But still. Also. Another white woman at a Steelers and, and Lions game, preseason game, slaps a black man. Black man turns around, hauls off and hit her. And fight breaks out. Now, here is my thing. And I've said this and I've heard Whoopi Goldberg say this. If you put your hands on somebody, you don't get to dictate or decide their response or reaction to it. I explain it to my oldest daughter, Julian, all the time. Keep your hands to yourself. I tell her, don't touch me. Not not in the sense that, like, even when she's playing, I tell her, like, don't touch me. Like, don't do that. But I just poked you. So I hit her hard enough to where, to get her to understand, if I tell you to stop and you keep doing it, and I hit you, you, you don't get to decide my, my reaction to it. Now, I'm not hitting her hard where she bruises or anything like that. But I'm hitting her in a way so she can understand you don't get to you don't get to decide my response or reaction because of what you did. Period. People need to understand that. She I mean, like you you slapped this dude, he had every right to haul off and hit you. I don't blame him. Keep your hands to yourself. I don't care if you was under the influence or not. Even more of a reason to pay attention to your surroundings. Pay attention to what you're supposed to be doing. That's just my take. All right, the big topic. The big topic. Cancel culture. Who suffers? Who benefits from it? Well, excuse me, I got to drink some tea. Cancel culture. Who suffers? Who benefits from it? Um, People that are suffering from it. So, cancel culture is this culture where the alphabet community wants to cancel people because they don't agree with their lifestyle. They just call it what it is. If you don't agree with their lifestyle, they want to make sure you're canceled. So, or if you or if you speak your truth or the truth, you know, we want to cancel you. Can't cancel a podcast because I'm going to say what I'm going to say. And my Christian beliefs always come first. My Christian beliefs. 
not religion. Because Christianity is a lifestyle, not a religion. People need to understand that. Because you got to change your whole lifestyle to serve one person. And that's God. Or Jesus. Or the Holy Spirit. It's the triune Godhead. In case you didn't know. So, you want to cancel somebody because they don't agree with your lifestyle. Or they should just be on board with it. Well, come on board to this Christian lifestyle. Christian lifestyle. Not this religion. Um, what's the word I can use? This, this, this religion. This religious cult. I don't say that. Like, come come live this Christian lifestyle. I don't want to do that. It don't take all that. Well, I don't want to do that either. For me personally, I love women. That's why I married a woman. <laughs> never, never, don't have, never, never ever had a desire for a man. Never will. Why? Because God keep making women. So God forbid, I, I've said this before, God forbid anything happens to my wife that I have to go back out in the world and date. It would suck. And I mean like, Something like, I'm like, God forbid anything happened to my wife where she dies. Because we're not getting a divorce. I think next week I wear my divorce proof t-shirt to, to represent marriages. Healthy marriages. Um. So anyway, back to this council culture. Uh, so because the alphabet community uh, wants people to accept their lifestyle or accept what they do or and they want to throw it in our face. Can't even watch TV without two men kissing, two women kissing, two transgenders kissing, and they all confused. <laughs> you got Bruce Jenner, you know, dressing like a woman because he don't know who he don't know who he is, and saying that people who who don't salute the flag should be banned. Like, who are you? Like, your name is Bruce, not Caitlin. Bruce. Your mother called you Bruce. I'm going to call you Bruce. And we mad at T.I. because he don't want his daughter to be around all that mess. But we praising Dwayne Wade because of his son wants to dress like a girl, too. I think that's crazy. That is crazy. And then here's the thing, right? So this cancel culture thing idea topic came up me and steven we were actually texting each other about it and we actually we even spoke on the phone yesterday about this whole cancel culture thing where it's like the um i was watching these videos and the question is you know is homosexuality a sin and you got these preachers i should call them out or these yeah these preachers who are saying that you know one preacher by the name of Thaddeus Darnell Jakes. I don't know if that's his real name. I'm going to have to look it up to verify. I always like to use Thaddeus Darnell. Because it's T.D. Thaddeus Darnell. Now, T.D. Jakes came out and said that, that the alphabet community and the church can coexist together. That's a problem. But no one's going to cancel T.D. Jakes. Like, he has millions of dollars. He'll be fine. And but my thing is, why are you saying that they can coexist? No, according to scripture, no. No, you're not. Then you got Joe Osteen who don't want to touch on that topic. He don't want to bring in any negativity. He just want to speak positive, do this and do that. No, but you got like forty five thousand people in your church, bruh. 
and you want to preach this sermon to make people feel good. Do something make me feel good. No. Tell them the truth. Tell them the truth. I almost channeled in my Will Smith from cushion. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. Yes. Tell them the truth. Then the surprise, I mean, there were, I couldn't think of the other one's names. Like, um, this guy who wears glasses, he looks like he's about my age. And I, you know, he was talking about, oh, I'm not going to talk about it here because I'm going to talk about the way you want me to talk about it. I'm talking about the way I want to talk about it. What you're saying is you don't want to talk about it. That's what you sound like to me. Um, another lady. Oh, absolutely. I would praise them. Like if there was a wedding <laughs> of two women or two men getting married. Oh, I would praise them because God would love it. No, God doesn't love it. Because, and let me just say this. And I, and I hope I hurt somebody's feelings. I hope I hurt somebody's feelings on this. Because I don't care about your feelings. Marriage was never designed by man. It was designed by God. So you can't recreate what God already created. Meaning, marriage is between God, man, and woman. Not two men. Not two women. Not two transgenders who, who don't know who they are. Not two queers. Not two bisexuals. One man, one woman, and God. God, man, and woman in that order. Both man and woman submit to each other while they both submit to God. That's God's design. Because, yes, and it goes more into, goes more in depth with, you know, multiplying the earth. Right, yes. Multiplying in the sense to procreate. But also multiplying in making more disciples. So, for you people of the alphabet community who think that you're going to make your own family by marrying another man and then going to adopt and calling that a family, you're, you're wrong. That's not procreating. That's that's reinventing something that's already been created between one man, one woman, and God. So I don't care how other people like, and I'll, I'll be honest, I'll say this down to the T. If Two men say they're getting married and they invite me to it. I tell them uh, emphatically no. You want to know why? Because it'll be me going against everything God stands for. Period. You ain't got to like it. Well, why are you not coming? I say because. I'm like, I don't, I don't believe in that. I don't care if it's being thrown around on TV and it's being paraded everywhere else. I don't support it. I don't believe in it. But I feel the same way if you commit adultery. I feel the same way if you smoke cigarettes. I'm not supporting that habit. Oh, I need five dollars for some smokes, or I need ten dollars to get a to, to get a case of beer. Mm, I'm not supporting that. I don't support it. Why? Because I don't do it. <laughs> it's, it's pretty self-explanatory. Like, <laughs> even my wife had the conversation. Um, cool's light commercial where the lady um, takes off her bra and tosses it or whatever. You know, my wife was like, "This would be a better commercial if it was just uh, a company doing something else other than them." advertising for people to drink beer no just something we don't do like so i'm not gonna be oh you gotta you know you, you gotta accept us no you should accept my christianity and if you're not willing to accept mine why should i accept yours period also with this council culture lecrae kind of got under my skin right so he he, he went the route of Give me the grace and space to learn. 
So the question was asked to him if one of his sons said they was getting married and they wanted him to attend. Instead of him saying no, he was like, give me the, give me the grace and space to learn because I have a brother this way. And he went around the question and it bothered me because it's like, bruh, you, all your songs talk about you following Christ, doing this, doing that, doing this, doing that. Yes, I call it, I called out Lecrae. Doing this, doing that. And then all of a sudden you get an interview and you want the grace and space to learn and you're still learning. Some things that don't take grace and space. Sometimes it just takes you to stand, stand firm on what you believe in. Me, I stand firm on believing in that marriage is not, a, is not between two men, two women, two transgenders, two bisexuals, two queers, two plus signs. Because they keep reinventing this stuff. It's in, it's in Romans, um, Romans 1. They keep reinventing this stuff. It's crazy. So you go from just lesbians and, and homosexuals. Then you add the bisexual. Then you add the transgender. Then you add a plus sign. Like you keep adding stuff to it. You keep reinventing. And it's 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 in Romans 1. Gotta read your Bible. Gotta read your Bible. Because for me, sexual immortality sexual immortality means anything outside of marriage. Anything sexual out of the confines of marriage. Because fornicating or having sex before marriage is still sexual immortality. Just just so we clear. Now that's something I've had to learn. So I'm, I'm guilty of having sex before marriage. I'm, I'm, I'm guilty of it. So, but now that I have a better understanding of it, sexual immortality is anything, is anything, out of the confines of marriage between God, man, and woman. Period. You don't like it? Email us, <laughs> and I challenge you to it. The Unfiltered Sportsman0683 at gmail.com. Yes. All right. Crate challenge. Uh, please stop. I mean, it's good it's good to make me laugh, right? And I think I'm gonna say one person, which was a woman, who made it up to the top and made it down, and she got paid got paid some real good money for it. Some real good money. So <clears throat> so, but everybody else, stop. Those crates were not made to hold people up. They were made to put milk in them, transport them. Not to hold people who weigh 150, 160. Nope, I ain't gonna stop there. 200, 250, 300 pounds. Watch the guy get to the top. He even had mats on the ground. He took one step down, fell face for fell face first where the mats were not. Just stop. Just stop. Please stop. With these crate challenges. Is is it's it's not a good look. It's good to laugh, but it's not a good look. Alright. Relationship advice. From your boy. First off, let me say this. Um, this is breaking, well, I'm not gonna say it's breaking news, but it's a surprise to me. Um, Steph and Seth and their sister, parents are getting a divorce. Um, after being married for 30 years, Steph Curry is probably going to change his number now because that's his number he wears. Um, but yeah, 
I'll, I'll say this. I think they should work it out. I don't care what it is. I mean, unless unless he's putting his hands on her or she's putting his hands on him or one of them or, or both of them are cheating on each other. Like, it can be worked out. I promise. It can be worked out. Because I hate to see a, a game where one parent is at one game and the other parent is at the other. It's almost like they're choosing sides. You know what I mean? So, I, I hope they work it out. But divorce has been filed. It, it, it never said who filed on who, but they're filing for a divorce. I think it's unfortunate. Um, and it's not to be made fun of, right? So if anyone took it as to me making fun of it, I do apologize. It's not my intent. But, like, work it out. I even seen this post that was like, Dale Curry, you do not want to get out there and date. Like, like you don't want to date. Like, I'm pretty sure that if the divorce does go through, Sonya Curry is going to find her a younger man that's probably the same age as her son's. And she's going to live her best life. All right, first question. A woman who is married to a man who's not her biological father. He leaves because she would not let him discipline the child. Who's wrong? Well, I'll say this. The mother is wrong. You want to know why? Because when you got married, that man understood that you were a package deal with however many child the children you have. So you... You, you want you want him to accept the package deal, but you don't want him to be take on a responsibility, which also means discipline, discipline, disciplining your child. Excuse me. Like, like, but that should have been discussed before y'all got married, throwing that out there. Um, but she's wrong. And he was like, if if you're not gonna allow me to be the father in this home or the, the head of this house, why am I here? So, yeah, she's wrong. I said it. Ladies, you can email me, the unfiltered sportsman0683 at gmail.com. I'm going to keep saying that till y'all get it. Hey. Um, so, yeah, she's wrong. All right. A woman's, a woman's best friend is a chronic cheater. Her significant other feels uncom- uncomfortable and doesn't want them going out together. Is he unreasonable? No, he's not unreasonable. He has every right. If you're hanging out with somebody who constantly does stuff that you don't agree with, don't hang out with them. Because they say, bad company corrupts good character. And that's Bible. Search it up. Look it up. And I'm giving you the scripture today. Maybe next week. Who knows? But yeah. If, if, he's, if he's saying something about it, you should you know take heed to it. But if you choose not to... Oh, we're just having fun. We're just hanging out. It's no big deal. And then you end up cheating on him. And then we have a whole nother conversation. So, yeah. Your significant other tells you that they need some t- some time off from the relationship to refresh. Would you be open to that? Nope. Because that means that you want to go do what you want to do and potentially sleep with somebody else. And then be like, I feel so much better now. No, nah, I'm good. If you say you want to take a break. Let's take a break and not get back together. All right. A man tells his significant other to be submissive. She tells him that's an outdated outdated way of thinking. Who's right? Explain. Well, I'll say this. If, if they're not married, if they are not married, she ain't got to be submissive to you. Period. 
she ain't got no reason to be su submitted to you if y'all are not married. Because that, that, that's how I'm looking at this question. If you're married, absolutely. But as a man, she needs something to submit to. It, like, if a woman is going to be led, she want to be led by somebody who's leading her in the right direction. Because as it was carefully explained to, to, to me in the church I'm currently at now was that a woman could be sworn, right? And then she married a man, everything stops unless he gives her the opportunity for them both to soar. So, ladies, be careful who you say I do to. Men, be careful who you say I do to. It is what it is. All right, next one. Oh, I don't think she's wrong for the outdating part, but you know, if if you're not if a if a man is not giving that woman a reason to submit, don't tell her to be submissive. But y'all must be married. Like, I could not tell my wife that if she wasn't my wife, you gotta submit to me or else. Sounds stupid. Sounds very stupid. <laughs> A woman gets an abortion during a rough patch of her relationship and doesn't tell the man. They go on to get married. Is the marriage built on a lie? Well, I have to break this down so I can understand it. So, was the rough patch during their current relationship or a previous relationship where she got an abortion and and could have thought that it may be it may be a hindrance? to her having children later on down the line with this married man. That would be my first question. Like if they're together and she get an abortion didn't tell them, not necessarily built on the lie, but it starts as a lie. But give that man an opportunity to decide if he still wants to stay with you before you get married. Like that that's that's my take. Um so who knows? Who knows? Alright. A man doesn't want a woman to go through with a pregnancy later he feels he shouldn't pay for child support because she wanted the child and he didn't does he have a point if you didn't want the child shouldn't have been having sex or if you don't want to pay child support don't have sex until after you get married <laughs> like it's 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 really Simple for me. And, and I can say I had sex with a lot of women before I got married. Not not while I was with my current, you know, my wife. Can't say current wife because I never had a previous wife. With my wife. Like, but before I met her and everything, I had sex with a bunch of women. I could tell on myself, I'm not ashamed of it. But now when them got pregnant, because I protected myself. So, like, but if but now, like I said, because some, something that I learned, shoot, sleep sleep with as many women as you can. But now, it's done a disservice to my wife and vice versa. Done a disservice to myself too because now, I'm trying to compare. Not I me, mean not not currently now, but trying to compare to what I used to do or how I used to like it versus to, you know being in a moment with what she likes, what she desires and things like that. It, it, it has a lasting effect. So, all right. 
a man is on a date with a woman and she is on her phone the whole time. When the checks come, when the check comes, he asks for it to be split because of it. Is that fair? Absolutely. First off, if you're on the phone, like on, unless there's a family emergency, but if you're on your phone the entire time, date's over. Like date's over. Like I don't care if you just got, we just got there. I'm gonna leave. Me personally, I'm gonna leave. If we rode together, you better call Uber or Lyft. Call a taxi. I ain't doing that. Like, we're on a date. Should be enjoying each other's company. And all of a sudden, he's talking about splitting the bill, and you want to frown your face up. For what? You've been distracted, haven't been engaging in conversation. So, now you want me to pay for this whole entire meal? Now, nah, player, I hope you got your money. If not, you better get better get to scrubbing them dishes. Earn your keep, shouty. Last but not least, a woman catches her catches her husband in a non-sexually emotional affair. She tells him it's worse than non-emotional sexual affair. Do you agree? Why or why not? Um I I agree that I agree that being I mean Cheating emotionally for men is far worse than cheating non-emotionally because you're being vulnerable to another woman that you should be doing being to your wife. But it also goes back and forth with, you know, is he, is he trying to be vulnerable with his wife and she's not responding? Like, I always have these extra questions to ask. And because I want to be able to have an understanding that, let's say, if I have to talk to somebody or counsel somebody as it pertains to marriage or even relationships, you want to ask these questions. Yes, I do believe, but you know, you know, in, in order for a woman to cheat, I'll say before a woman cheats physically, she's going to cheat emotionally because like, and you have to think like, like once, once, once she slept with another man, that's not her husband. And I have to, I have to say it like that. Once a woman sleeps with a man, is not her husband. She's already, cheated emotionally like it's going out the door like before a man to do it cheat emotionally doesn't necessarily mean he has to have sex with her but to cheat emotionally because you, you've given your vulnerability over to some, to another woman that you're not getting at home um that's tough because again, it goes back to me saying, like, is he trying to be vulnerable with his wife? And I'm only speaking based on the confines of marriage. Like, is he cheating with his wife? I mean, is you know, is he trying to be emotional with his wife? Or it could be, you know, let's say I'm gonna use myself as an example. So let's say I'm feeling some type of way about something. And I try to explain to my wife and she'd be like, I don't care. I don't want to hear that. What you've done is you've put this mindset of, well, my wife don't want to hear about how I'm feeling about something. So now I'll just talk to somebody else about it. And then you're mad because this person has emotional, emotionally grown an attachment to another woman that he should have been getting from you, but you turned him down. See, what women don't understand is that once a man shuts down, or once a man closes off or there's a disrespect, so to speak, 
and when, when there's a disrespect in the relationship, in the marriage, especially in the marriage, but in a relationship between a man and a woman, because that's, all, that's, that's the only thing I'm going to address. I don't care if it's two men and two women. It's not for me to discuss. Never been in it, never have, never will. Um, when that happens, like I'm not the, the relationship doesn't mean that doesn't mean the relationship is over, but that man shuts down in a way that he will not open up that door again for you to shut him down. And then we ask him how you feeling. I'm straight, you know. I'm cool. Everything copacetic, you know. Everything Gucci. So, yeah. But that's your relationship advice from your boy, Daydream. Tune in next week where me and Steven will be back in full effect. Drink some tea before I get into this sports news. All right. The NBA news. NBA is back. Well, it's not back, but the schedule has been released uh, what games are you looking forward to? What games am I looking forward to? Um, all of them, to be honest. My basketball junkie. Can't wait to watch, see who plays. Christmas night is always the ones everybody wants to see because it's Christmas. Um, but yeah, why not? Um, also, Lamelo Ball. <laughs> I wish I could pull it up on my phone. Gave some advice that wasn't warranted. But he has a point, but doesn't mean he's right. Um, He mentioned that um, basically you don't have to go to school to do what you do or learn a trade or whatever the case may be. So, like, let's say... Um, and I'll, I'll use, I use my boy Jerry. So, you know, he's a, he's a, um, I'm not gonna say he's a youth pastor, but he's, um, he, he preaches at our church or whatever. Um, our pastor son and, you know, he had to study st- statistics, but, you know, he has not used that, that class or credit with anything he currently does now. So in a sense, I agree with Melo, LaMelo Ball in that aspect. But we all need an education, right? We all want to be informed. But it just doesn't stop with high school or college or whatever. Like, But he's like, if you're going to be a doctor, you better get your education. Um, He has points to what he said, but he he's not right. Um, So because he plays basketball, great. But even with you playing basketball, you still have to learn financial literacy. You still have to learn how to handle when you're under pressure. Like, I mean, I mean, some of this stuff teaches you if you go to school or you got to go to business. Like, I mean, you, you need to be business savvy when you're dealing with things as it pertains to your craft or your brand. Like, you got to work on this stuff. Like, um, me and my wife are currently working on some business ventures right now. And, you know, we have to be educated on it. Not, ne- not, not, not necessarily saying we have to take a business class, but we have to learn, learn about what we're trying to do versus 
you know, just going out and doing it. Got to have a plan. And then we got to, we, and for my family, we got to make sure it lines up with God's will. God is this show we're for us to have. All right, help us, help us in a way where, where we can be beneficial not only for ourselves, but for the, for the health and safety of others. So I'll say that. But it doesn't necessarily mean like you have to go to school. Like, to be honest, like me taking pu public speaking has helped me tremendously. Cause, because for me personally, I can always talk to people. There's no pressure. There's no, no, oh, I have to do this. Oh, I have to do that. But with public speaking, it, it lines up with who I am as a person already. Because I can speak to people like, again, me doing a podcast. Don't know who's listening now or who's going to listen down the line. But I believe I speak well, have a country accent because I'm from Texas. Go Longhorns football team anyway um but you know have this texas this texas country accent you know yeah doggy yeehaw we're going to the rodeo but, you know that's just who i am but i still speak and articulate my words in a way that is understanding yes i use a big word i use the stephen a smith word articulate it's not a stephen a smith word i just want to say that Anyway, the Kings, Sacramento Kings won the Summer League, but doesn't mean anything. It's not going to transfer over when the season starts because they're going to be in the draft lottery again. They may be fighting for a playoff spot. I doubt it, but it's the Kings. They, they've been mediocre at best as a totality of a franchise. They had a few good years with Chris Webb and Lottie Divac, but that's it. Jonathan Kumanga, I guess that's how you say his name, um, is as good as advertised for the Warriors. Like, I didn't know how good he was, but watching him in the summer league showed me a whole lot. And it kind of makes you think this zero, this um, elite team, or I, forgot, I don't know if it's called zero elite or whatever elite it is, ignite, ignite elite, I think that's what it is, um, could, could be beneficial instead of college. Like, players want to go pro. And they'll go to the G League, and they get their first stab at, you know, playing playing against grown men. Because these same grown men that's on these teams, trying to get to the league too, they ain't just some some slouches. So Jalen Green is another one. That boy is gonna be nice. I can say that. He gonna be nice. But we just gotta wait and see what happens. Um, I think the Warriors gonna be a good team. This upcoming year, um, I would say still try to get uh, Bradley Beal or Dame Dollar. Well, yeah, Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal be a better fit in my opinion. NFL news preseason is here, and who looks good? Um, really can't tell who looks good because a bunch of players are trying to um, trying to make the team. So, I guess we just gotta wait and see. Um, the quarterback battles in New England, Chicago, New Orleans, Jacksonville, and San Francisco. Who do I believe is going to get the start? I believe Cam Newton started in New England, even though he has to miss practice for the next few days because of a misunderstanding of COVID or whatever the case may be. But of course, you know, players on the Patriots are raving about Mac Jones. 
I don't know. I guess we just got to wait and see. Chicago, it was just announced today that Andy Dalton would be the starter week one. So I guess we're going to see what we get out of Justin Fields. New Orleans, um, they played last night. And I believe James Winston, yeah, James Winston just uh, solidified his starting quarterback role, which it's not a bad thing because now you give Taysom Hill to be who he's always been in these certain packages that um, the coach in New Orleans, Sean Payton, I was trying to think of his name, uh, has for them. Jacksonville, I say give it to Gardner uh, Minshew. Um, give it to him because we don't want to see Trevor Lawrence get hurt and he just lost his running back for the season. So San Francisco, I say give it to Jimmy G, a.k.a. Porno G, Porno Jimmy. Um, let Trey Lance, I don't think he's ready just yet. Like, I've watched some of his throws. Um, not, not to say that he's not going to be a great player, but I don't think he's ready just yet. And plus, he hadn't played in like a year. Over a year, actually. The latest on Dak Prescott, um, he's scheduled to start week one. And we're just going to leave it at that. The latest on Deshaun Watson. Ugh, man. It's been real quiet. But all of a sudden, he's at practice, and now I believe they're throwing these injuries around to kind of, I believe, this is my honest opinion, because I live here in Houston, that they're saying that he has these injuries based on keeping him on the roster. So, I mean, I just want him to get still get paid his money because he signed a four-year deal. Or just trade him. Like, Nothing's really being done. And here's the thing. They're only going to start, like, as court or whatever case may be. It's not going to start till next year. Like, I think in February after the Super Bowl. So why not just let them play? Let them play. Najee Harris could go down as the best running back in still in history. That's a possibility. Um, if he stays healthy, if he gets a quarterback post um, Roethlisberger era, don't even know what quarterbacks are out there for the, for them to get. It can he he could easily go down, but you got your Franco Harris and your your Jerome Bettises. Le'Veon Bell was good until, well, yeah, that's how his career ended. Um, so just gotta wait and see. College football, Alabama leads the way in the preseason polls, which means they're probably gonna end the season as 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 the number one team in a preseason poll. It was just announced today that the ACC, Big Ten, and Pac-12 are forming in lines. Basically, they're going to be able to play each other to give them a better chance of playing in the uh, college football playoff. Now, I've always said it should only go to six. Let the top two teams get a bye. Let the four, I mean, let the three play the six, the four play the five, and so on and so forth. That's my opinion. It, sh- it shouldn't go past. It shouldn't go past that. So... Who knows? Major League Baseball news. The latest on Trevor Bauer. And where is Molly Karam? Like, I want her to talk about Trevor Bauer. Like, she's that she's like she coming after uh, Deshaun Watson. Like, where where are you at right now? Where are you at? I ain't heard a peep from me. Ain't heard nothing on ESPN about it. On, uh, not ESPN, but on First Take about it. Like, why are you not addressing it? Like, why are you not coming after him like that? But come to find out, this whole Trevor Trevor Bauer situation 
it's all about rough sex from from what's been read from what I've read it's all about him having rough sex with a woman and he was under the influence um not gonna touch on that because what goes on in other people's houses and bedrooms hotels or whatever is none of my business that's just none of my business um, this past season so far in baseball, one of the best games I've, I've watched or seen was the Field of Dreams game with the Yankees and the White Sox. That game went back and forth. Um, Aaron Judge just didn't do enough. And then Tim Anderson, because I think Aaron Judge hit two home runs in that game, but it wasn't enough. That's why White Sox were the home team. And Tim Anderson, <sighs> excuse me, y'all. I apologize for yawning. Uh, Phil, um, Tim Anderson hit a walk-off home run. Again, that's always the debate that which one is better, the walk-off home run or the game-winning shot. I've always said the walk-off home run because you you get a little more time to to jog the bases and walk into it, you know, versus game game winner. Yeah, the fans go loud, get get loud or whatever, and you play the team jumps on you. But now I will say that there are some significant game-winning shots that supersedes a walk-off home run. Shoot. Anything that Damian Lillard has done <laughs> in the playoffs, well, not even in the playoffs, just game winners that set set his team and, and the fans in a frenzy. That's enough in itself. He did it to Houston. He did it to OKC. That's just what he does. Dodgers and the Padres series starts tonight. Is this the best rivalry in baseball right now? No. It's a close second, but no. Yankees and Red Sox will always be the best rivalry. Don't matter what their records say. When they get together, the Yankees and the Red Sox get together. It's always uh, like, no, we're the best. No, we're the best. Well, the Yankees are the best because they have the most championships. So that supersedes anything. Miguel Cabrera hits his 500 home run. Where does that put him? Well, he's definitely a Hall of Famer. Um, didn't know he's well. I I knew, but started off with the Florida Marlins, who won it in '97 and 2001. No, 2003. I believe he was on that 2003 team. Yes. Yep. Uh, Little League World Series. Would love to go one day. I believe that atmosphere is crazy. And I'm happy for the young men that get a chance to play and the young women that play too. Because, I, I, you know, we all know Monet Davis was out there killing it. And so, just going to wait and see. Like, I would love to go, like, literally. Maybe when uh, Junior gets a little older, take him. Not, not saying that I can't take my girls, but my oldest daughter, she's she's past that age, so. And and uh, Robin, hmm. She wants to play a bunch of sports. She wants to play golf. She wants to play tennis. She wants to play soccer. Like she wants to do all this stuff. Obviously, she wants to play basketball because you know. <laughs> yeah. All right. Final thoughts. Black people. Black people. Black people. Black people. Please stop saying. That we are the same. And that we should have to look out for each other. Stop saying we look the same. We do not look the same. Well, we we have the same skin complexion or whatever you want to call it. But stop saying that 
we're the same. We got to look out for each other. No, because when I go to work, I go with a, with a responsibility. Not I'm going to work because it's a job. Like when I go to work, I'm showing up to do my job and do it to the best of my capabilities. So I'm not going to work to, you know, do what I want because, hey, it pays the bills, right? No, that's not my mindset. But you got some people who show up to work, don't want to don't want to be dressed properly, don't want to do this, don't want to do that. And they expect you to, like, don't tell on them. Don't do this, don't do that. But you, you're not dressed the way you're supposed to be, so I'm supposed to just let you off the hook because we look the same? No, that's not how that works. That's not, no, that's, that's not even who I am. That's like, I'm always trying to live my life of integrity. And the, and the picture, the picture tells everything anyway. So I, I let, I let, you know, people who, who see the pictures go from there. Also, I didn't talk about this, but I'm going to say something about this too. For the people who use TikTok, if you're a TikTok user and you're at work, Stop recording yourself and then putting it on TikTok because somebody's going to see it. It's crazy. I found out this past week that um, a couple of my subordinates were posting TikTok videos at while at work. You can't do that. You can't do that. While you're at work, like, come on. Like, if I'm going to post a TikTok video, I'm at home and I'm with my family. I'm not at work. I'm not at someone else's house. Like, I'm at home. Because that's what I'm supposed to be anyway, right? It's crazy. <sighs> it's crazy. Like, why? 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 Post a TikTok video while you're at work. I'm sorry. My black people, we are intelligent, but we sometimes do the dumbest things. But we're not the only color of people that do stupid stuff. I mean, look at all these white people. Look at some of these Hispanics. Look at everybody who's doing the crate challenge. It ain't just one color of people. It's quite a few. But yet, you know, we want to be famous. Your 15 seconds of fame goes away real quick when God when God's not involved. Anyway, that's all I got for y'all today. Um, tune in next week. Steven will be back, hopefully. Um, I did talk to him yesterday. He is feeling better. He's COVID-free, so he can come hang out with me for a couple of hours. Until next time. Oh, of course, y'all know the music that I play. I don't own the rights to it. Song was by 116. Called Now They Know. This is um, the Craze crew before they all ventured off on, into their own thing. With um, KB, um, Andy Minio, Derek Minor, Tadashi. Um, I forgot who else. Oh, Trip Lee. And all those other guys. Those other guys. Um, so yeah, also 116 was also the, the verse of the day on the, on the version Bible app.
Romans 1.16, basically saying, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. Lecrae should not be ashamed of the gospel. You can't say you need grace and space to learn when it's something you should already know. I will never go to two, two men getting married, wedding. I'll never go to two women's to, uh, to, uh, two women two women who are, who are getting married. I would never go to one of those ceremonies. Never. Ever. Never. Can't pay me. Can't, can't pay me. Anyway, that's all I got for y'all today. Until next time, peace.